I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 426th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-host from another galaxy. Some say... Some say it's Darth Shiro. <laughs> Strike me down, Darth. Um, <laughs> and I'll only become stronger. Um, and then, and then we've got his first appearance. We've got we've got the Jedi Master himself, P. McGee. Hello. Round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's uh. It's it's his first episode. We brought him on. He's he's excited to be here. Hopefully, we hear more from him in the near future. Um, I know, I know, I know. You signed up for the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon episode, so that that'll be fun. Yes, I am very excited about that. I'm a little tempted to talk to Oshawott and see if he wants to do that one, just because, like, Ooh, I, I know he, I agree. I know, I know. I, it's just his, like, I know logistically he can't do it. I think he would uh-huh. love to do it, but logistically, I don't think he'd want to do it. Uh-huh. That's my that's my only concern. Um, right. But I I think it'd be really cool. But welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. Because what else would it stand for? Uh, the the People's Union of Civil Liberties that tweet at us randomly about injustices in <laughs> India. No, uh, and that happened. Uh, but then also there's a. Uh, but we talk everything from Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to I guess today Pokemon Home. And it, it's going to be it's going to be a good show for you guys today. But as always, I just want to I just want to open up and just talk about how you guys are doing and what's up and how things have been. You sure? It's been a while since you've been on like the main show. I, it's been well, I it think always, it's been like two months, I think. Yeah, that's, that's still pretty long. I feel like that's a, it long, is, that's yeah. a longer hike. It is. It is. It's been it's been long. It's been uh, a lot of things happening in my life. As you all guys know, 2020 is going to be a very eventful year for me. I plan. Yes. I have my wedding, Japan, yep. uh, so many th- the school, well, so many things. But uh, I've been doing good playing lots of shield when I have do have the yeah, time. Yeah, I yeah. finally have a full team ready for battling. So then, uh, I can guys, if you see me in Discord, challenge me, please. What was that? <laughs> so, so the UETC this year, uh, we allowed rental teams. So I feel like we killed your hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Redundance. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I'm super excited, uh, for all the things that are coming. I am, I'm in love with all the DLC that is, uh, being announced for Pokemon and I can't wait to start playing all that. So it's super exciting. It's also 7.26 a.m. here. So, uh, yeah, yeah, excuse yeah. me if I'm kind of zombified. <laughs> well, you're, both, you're both like, you guys are both out west from me. And I mean, I try to, I try to hit this recording time because my wife typically works Saturdays. 
And so I just go, hey. No, this is good time for me, uh, even if it's hard, because I I have the rest of the day available. I love doing it this early. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is like completely meta for the people listening at home, but I love (laughs) I love recording this early just because like it's a good start. It's like Saturday morning. It's like a good kickoff to my weekend. Like it puts me in a good mood because like I get to sit down and talk with like two friends about Pokemon. Uh, especially like things that happen during the week that like we all like build up comments on throughout the week, Uh, especially like this week when there's like when there's some news that dropped, uh, granted, I don't know a bit this week. There was a lot of that happened this week. Uh, Mm -hmm. there was a lot. And like, we had some, uh, so like, we'll, we'll get to that. But I mean, this is, I I love recording this early. I just absolutely love it. Yeah. Me too. It's my favorite. Uh, so follow up question before I let P McGee tell us about his life and his story. Um, <laughs> I want to I want to ask you a question about uh, Japan. Like, where, where are you planning on going this time? Because last time you just went to Tokyo, if I remember correctly. That is correct. But yeah. last time I went by myself. Yeah. Oh, so okay. uh, taking, uh, this time, uh, yeah, this time Nemesis is coming along with me, and uh, we're going to Tokyo again because she hasn't been to Japan. Yeah. So it's gonna be Tokyo trip number two. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Because like, well, you know, I, I went to Japan last, like, in October, and I, yes, I know. So excited for you. Yeah. We just did. We just did Tokyo, which was still a lot of fun. It was a blast. Would you need at least two weeks just to see the top? of tokyo so it's fine <laughs> i i was fine with the week that i was there like i feel i like after the week that i was there because like mm-hmm. because um my wife and myself like we're not too like into like we're, we're into some of it like we like walking around but she and i are both those kinds of people that like like sit and stare at things you know what i mean <laughs> like, yeah because you know how like some people would go and be like man i really want to like stare at this pit and like take it all in uh, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and like she and i are just like people watching the the koa in the, yeah. in the temple like just yeah. looking at the fish fluff I, I, neither yeah. of us can do that it's it's <laughs> it's like it's like walk through look at it for like the for the two seconds you see it and then keep going and yeah. so and so like we went to a ton of temples while we were there like we went to a bunch They're of gorgeous, a bunch of temples yeah. and shrines while we were there and it was it was a beautiful especially because like we got up early because we're we're bad at jet lag and so, <laughs> and so we would get up at like 5 a.m., get to the temples as soon as they opened, and then walk around in like complete tranquility because nobody else is there yet. Yeah. And it was, it was just fantastic. I think the only time we went was, uh, we went to like one of the bigger Buddhist temples in, in Tokyo. And because I wanted to go, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. I wanted to go at night when they had the lights on because I, I took a bunch of photographs. I haven't put them up anywhere, but they, they do look very nice. And I was very happy with how they turned out. Yeah. Because in his spare time, uh, spare in quotes, Thatch likes to do photography. Um, Ooh, yeah. what don't you do, man? What don't I, you do? That's what I've gotten to the point. Like, I, I like to call myself a jack of all trades, master of none. Last project you were, you had, the uh, last time we had a long conversation was the table for your basement for uh, gaming. I did do that. That one, so like, that one, so like, I've, I've gotten more into woodworking since then as well. Nice. And so like, I did it's build a, that one. It's a great trade. Uh, I got into that, and but like I really, really wanted to get more into. Uh, I, I like I want to build a nicer one. Like that's my that's the goal. Like um, the reason that uh, my wife spoken like a true artist. The the one that <laughs> well the reason uh, my wife and I built this one is because we're just like okay here are like the minor features that we think are quote unquote must haves. Right. Mm-hmm. Like here, these are the things that we want to have in a gaming table for the next year, year right. and a half. And then, then we Beer go holder. And then we, <laughs> Alcohol holder. And we have, we have like Must eight have. cup holders put in there. Um, uh-huh. and Must four, have. and four like outlets so you can charge your phone and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That is exciting. I don't think I've ever properly seen like a good gaming table. 
Oh, Batch will send you pictures. If you see mine, if you see mine, you still wouldn't have seen a good one. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but like it, because I mean, I have a few issues with it, but that's mostly because like they're nitpicks from me, like the guy that built it. Like I go, man, that little crack could have been filled in a little bit better and yeah. it's stuff like that. But the, there's, I have issues with like the choice of wood that we had for it and then how I want it laid out. Like I, I have ideas for a new layout for it already and some new ideas that I'm planning on just like instituting in the very near future. Um, and then we're just going to, we're going to build, this is table um, 2.0. I'm building, um, if people have listened to really back catalog episodes of the show, I'm building Sarge. Uh, it was a wedding present. I'm building him and his wife uh, version and I'm calling it version 1.2. Because uh, <laughs> it's got, it's got a few it's minor, just... it's got a few minor upgrades that like I've thought about while I was doing it, you know? And, yeah. and then I've already been planning version like 2.0 for myself it's just version 2.0 is going to be a little bit more expensive because i think first of all i i'll post pictures again somewhere like on discord or something but like the table that i built it only cost like 150 200 to build not which, bad which wasn't that bad i mean granted you do need, you do need to own the tools to like do it but right. i do own the tools to do it because i do a lot of home improvement stuff on my own and and so like i it's uh, it was about 200 though in like supplies I'll say that. And uh, the next one I want to do, is the problem is it's like all pine and pine is not like a good wood for uh, for like tables because it'll dent pretty easily. Mm. And so I'm going to I'm going to get like a harder wood next time, probably oak or something like that. Not like not like going crazy, but maybe <laughs> maybe like just some like a simple oak or something. Yeah, but uh, that's enough about the thatch woodcrafting hour. Yeah, uh, this has been this has been uh, this, is, this old house with thatch. Um, th- th- this being wickle. <laughs> Wood Underground Champions League. Yeah, welcome to Wuckle. Um, <laughs> welcome to Wuckle. Uh, but P. McGee, tell us about tell us about yourself. Uh, I guess because it's your first show uh, on the main show. Because yeah. I, know, I know you've been on Battlecast before, but I know not as many people listen to Battlecast as listen to the the main show. So they introduce should. yourself. I mean, they should. But yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess I'm P. McGee. I, I mostly can be found on discord i'm very active over there so if you're on discord you should have seen me by now because i'm everywhere over there i think um and this is probably why thatch knew me long before any of the other co-hosts i hid out in the trivia channel for a good long while yes and <laughs> the, and so i was over there doing things all the time submitting questions helping people with questions but since the co-host can't see that i was pretty unknown for a good long while <laughs> and then and then thatch decided we should have a moderator for the trivia channel so that's kind of how i got moving up with puckle and then um i just kept finding little projects to do so after a while that just like yeah we probably should make him on the show and yeah, so i should, guess that's why i'm here that was my thought <laughs> i was just like wow you're you're like the administrative version of ozzy and I need yeah, that. I, I need that in my life. I think, I think I've self-promoted myself as like Puckle's office assistant or administrative <laughs> assistant. So if there's like little things that I can do to help that makes the uh, personalities have an easier time being the personalities for Puckle, I'm always happy to do things like that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think right now I'm mostly just doing UUTC stuff because it's my first Puckle tournament. Oh yeah, so me I'm really, too. Like, inv- I'm I'm really invested in that, and that's a lot of fun right now. I lost this week, so. Oh, that's no fun. Uh, it's all right. I only won the first week because I hit a gu- guillotine. So <laughs> I guess the odds aren't always in your favor there. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just like, I was just like, meh. I, I'm also just in it to have fun. Like, I'm just there to be there because like when I, I battled uh, the person I battled this one, uh, Hobby 1K. 
Um, I battled him this week and he was just like, he's like, it feels so cool to like get your trainer card and all this other stuff. And that's, that's kind of why I join these tournaments. Like I don't, I don't do it to win because one, I don't think it's a good look if I do win. Um, like I, <laughs> yeah. I, like people might be like, oh, well, Thatch knows what he's talking about. He can win his own tournaments. And it's just like, well, yeah, but I just bring fun stuff because I like playing around with fun, fun strategies and stuff like that. Right. And, and I also just don't want to win because I don't want to look like nepotism. Uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> there's a lot of that going around. <laughs> yeah. So, but that, but that's it. Uh, you know what? This is a good place to, uh, to shift gears though. And so let's go talk about some news because there's been a lot happening in the Pokemon community this week. So cue that epic music. And welcome to the news. The news is where we're going to talk about the thing that's happened this week, I guess. Uh, I mean, a lot happened this week. I was really surprised with the number yeah. of things that happened. Because one, uh, I didn't see this coming because they quit all creamy in the uh, in max raid battles on Pokemon Sword and Shield. And what they did instead is they switched for the next week. We, we can get Milkree instead, and that Milkree can G Max after it evolves into All Creamy. So huh. you can you can get every single flavor and sweet now of Milkree and evolved into uh, into All Creamy. It also unlocks the two sweets that weren't available prior. Ooh. So if you're an avid collector of All Creamy variants for reasons. Gotta have all 63. Yeah, if you want all 63. There all you go, our Sigma. They made it just for you. <laughs> uh, I wish that wasn't a joke. I wish that wasn't a joke because it, it's not. Um, <laughs> he 1000% he is like, I know he's going after like all of them that he can. Cause he's yep. telling me, he's like, he's like, I don't think I'm going to raid tomorrow, uh, which is today, Saturday. And I'm like, why? He's like, well, it's the first of the month. So it's snowy weather everywhere. And I don't want to deal with finding raids in that. <laughs> I don't want to. When he was first telling me about snowy weather, I thought he was talking about where he lives because he lives near he lives near one of the Great Lakes. And mm, yeah, uh, and I was just like, oh, are you getting lake effect? Because he and I don't live that far away from each other. I think he and I only live like two hours away from each other. Right. And okay. and uh, so I was just like, oh, hey. I'm like, it's not snowing here, so it must be Lake Effect snowy. He's like, no, I'm talking about in-game thatch. Get your head out of the gutter. Um, and <laughs> I'm sure he said that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not that's not how he said it at all. That's just me paraphrasing yeah, Sigma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, the also the uh, new season of ranked battles for Sword and Shield have gone up. We thought they were going to change the rules. They're not. They just called it February season, and it follows the same rules um, as the previous ranked battle series. <laughs> So it's uh, it's I mean that's cool because you can restart it and like every time you like rank up to Master Ball you get like I think six hundred battle points at yeah, the end of the season, yeah. which is crazy. I, that's so many. Yeah, it's a whole lot. Yeah, I just started doing it for this season because I was getting ready for UUTC and I was like, mm -hmm. what's the point of doing Master Ball? And then Osh was like, you got to get Master Ball because you get all those BP. So yeah. I, I powered through for that. I, I know a lot of people have literally just picked up battle stadium singles now i mean part of it's the timer issue i i will i will say that but also just because they made it worth your time to play online 
Yeah. Right? Like they've really made it worth your time to play online this gen. Like la- the previous gens, like they had it, but they were just like, ah, no rewards. Why would you be just, rewards? yeah, just for fun, cease. Well, I'm pretty sure they were trying to avoid, uh, figuring it out, figuring a way for us to farm BP using that. But guys, you should learn by now. It will yeah. happen anyway. <laughs> so yeah. just go ahead and have it available. It's okay. Yeah. They, it, it's great. I love it. The other thing that is very interesting before we get to Pokemon Go uh, in general, because this is, of course, the Pokemon Go segment, is we got Nintendo or Pokemon Labo uh, <laughs> coming coming in yeah. Japan, at least for right now. Exciting. So, well, okay, what's even worse is, like, they're in the shape of, like, the Pokemon from Pokemon Quest. You remember that game that happened yep. once? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> It's really, it's really silly. There's like a Pikachu and Eevee and a Bulbasaur that you can make, and like I, I think they literally just like wiggle around or something. I, I don't think, I don't think it's exciting. But you, maybe if it comes to the West, like people will buy them. Come just on, like the novelty. So how can you say that the great game Labo did not pick up? Uh, I think Labo probably <laughs> picked up as well as they expected it to pick up. It did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just being facetious here. Yeah, no, uh, Labo, Labo picked up pretty, pretty okay in like the market that they were hitting it on. Cause they, they weren't oh, trying okay. to make, they weren't trying to make Labo like a big, like we're not the audience for Labo, Jushiro. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. Totally understand yet. Yeah. But the, I think the market that they had Labo geared towards picked up on Labo. Okay. A lot of people like building things out of cardboard. So, I mean, that, that's I just wanted more. them to, the only way they would have gotten me if they would have done a carton vacuum cleaner for a Luigi's Mansion game and let me suck ghosts with a, with my own backpack on, I would have bought that for I don't, sure. I don't think that's the purpose of Labo. So that's probably why it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> probably why it doesn't exist. I'm going to be completely honest. I totally get you, Jashiro, but uh, that's not how it works. That's not what they were doing. <laughs> well, moving on though so we're gonna go to pokemon go because there's like a bajillion events in pokemon go this february a ton like they have a whole sheet for it because there's so many there's so many like this month it, there's 12 i've seen yeah. 12 for this month uh so one we're getting uh so tornadoes is coming to five star raids so i guess that's the thing uh i don't know that i care too much we are getting a new February research breakthrough, and I don't know what it is. What What is it, P. Mickey? I can't read this image you sent. It's too tight. Um, yeah, I'm realizing that now. Uh, <laughs> I know I. you can catch, what is it, Woobat for completing the research event. I don't okay know what the it. requirements are. Oh, no, it's just completing your research breakthrough. Okay. It's a research breakthrough. So if you do it for seven days, you, you, get, uh, you get a research breakthrough. So you get some items, and then you get Woobat. Okay. I think Giovanni's coming with uh, Raiko as well, which is going to be really cool. Some special research for uh, for Team Rocket to get Raiko. I, I like that they're bringing ways back to get the legendaries. That like they keep cycling it, and they're giving us more ways to get legendaries because yeah. I knew that was one of the weakest parts of Pokemon Go like two years ago. Was yeah the only way to really do it was to go do raids, which I found yeah. very disappointing. I hate I hate I hate raids because you can't play as a solo player. Right? No, it's hard. And if you miss out for six months, like you don't, you miss that. You may miss it entirely. Like if you take like a couple yeah. month break from Pokemon Go, then you might have missed that whole legendary thing. And yeah. I'm glad they're requeuing it in different ways. The the FOMO for legendaries is real. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's also a shiny Minchino day, but I think that's going to happen by the time the show comes out. Uh, so that's over. Uh, voting day for Pokemon for Pokemon Go as well. The community day is also going to be over by the time this comes out. Yeah, that's yeah. happening today. Yeah. 
There's a there's Saturday. a lick a tongue raid day happening, which is also crazy to me. Uh, I don't know, like who's been like who's like yeah, I want lick a tongue. I gotta get I, that licky licky. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go get licky licky. And then you've also got uh, Valentine's happens every year. So I think we get Audino and Alola Mobola though this year, which is which are two new additions, which is kind of great. That's exciting. Yeah, that, and shiny chancy and shiny chancy. Cool. I so think that's the pussy. only time we've ever put the word exciting with Aloha in the same <laughs> context. I I very vividly remember like Gen Five like announcements and everybody thinking like Aloha Mola was going to be Love Discs Evolution, and then we were I all, it too. and then we were all heartbroken when yep. uh, when Aloha Mola was just its own Pokemon, and we're just like, but why? They could have. They should have. They didn't. I'm really disappointed with like the lack of like lore we get, especially like in the anime for Love Disc, because mm-hmm. there's there's one episode, but it's not in the main show. It's in uh, Pokemon Chronicles, uh, the the 22 episode anime series that <laughs> right. doesn't have Ash in it. And there's like a there's like this episode about Love Discs, and like they do these really cute things, and like they kiss each other, and then they can fly like a butterfly. And yeah, it's cute. I don't remember that. Uh, Pokemon Chronicles is a treasure, and I no, think I did see watch Pokemon Chronicles. I just don't remember the. the we should disc. watch. We should do. We should do a Poke. We, we should do a Poke movie night with Pokemon Chronicles. I have no objections to that. That sounds. Fun. I think. I think Pokemon Chronicles is a lot of fun to watch. It hits you in the feels. What is this Sinnoh celebration event? Is also happening. God, there's so many things. There's so many things. Why? It's crazy. And so you can get. It looks like shiny Hippopotas and shiny Riolu. So that's cool. I guess that's I'm cool. for Shiny Riolu. Yeah, I'm bad. into it. I'm into Shiny Riolu. And then, of course, we've got Community Day later this month uh, for whatever get wins. We'll tell you next week what wins. Hopefully Machop. Yeah, this is I'm exciting time. Machop. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is an exciting time to play Pokemon Go, I guess, though. I mean, it's always been exciting. Since they introduced Community Days like three years ago. Yeah, uh, they've been really yeah. good at maintaining the community active. After, after Community Days started, Pokemon Go has been, I mean, I think they've been doing a really good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't they just launch to like, some kind of battle system they have going on now? Yeah, it's like it's, so it's like a PvP uh, yep. battle system now that they have with uh, and uh, which I guess people wanted, but also uh, me personally, I go meh yeah. uh, because Pokemon. I, so like I'm I'm not the average Pokemon. Go- well, I am the average Pokemon Go player. I feel, uh, but. Uh, I use Pokemon Go not as like it's Pokemon Go doesn't define my fandom in Pokemon. It's just a supplement to my fandom in Pokemon. Right. And so I I don't care about battling in Pokemon Go. I never cared about it. Everybody was like, that was like the one thing people were freaking out about until it happened. They're like, they said they were going to be training in battles, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but if you want to do those things, you can just go play Pokemon. Exactly. Yeah. Like they already exist. I mean, I think we saw from that one weird like, pokemon go tournament thing they did at like that the world championship mm-hmm. like how boring and not fun that was it was just who could click a button faster or who sends the right thing out when i saw that happen last year at worlds i was like yeah this is what we're gonna do <laughs> uh, okay yeah <laughs> i don't know who thought about that but yeah good job i guess good job oh, i mean to be fair like there's a huge market of people that they're trying to convert from pokemon go to the main series game like look at let's go uh that was the goal 
I don't think it was very successful, but I will. I no. think that because they're trying to use the same things that would they would use on the main series or any console game that they release. Yep. But Pokemon Go, that's not the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. You need to go casual. Period. Uh, I think what they have to do for if they really wanted to convert like a Pokemon Go player to something like more main series, I think you really have to. Um, promote the game on the game you have to you have to i mean you have to do more like a meltan thing like what they did with meltan and melmetal i think they did a really good job there um trying to force conversions i think you'd have to do that that again but to like a higher degree i i think you would have to go hey you can get this pokemon in pokemon go but you have to play sword and shield to get it right yeah and yeah i think that's how you do it i'd be fine with that but you make it a good pokemon you don't make it meltan uh and that's that's Thatch's hot take. Moving <laughs> on, there. I think the uh, couple last things I want to I want to address is that one. Uh, if you go ahead and you want to celebrate the commencement of ranked battle season three, you can use the code super f super f one c a c e because there's no i in uh in their little like way to type. Because I don't want you getting confused. Um, uh, we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, also, yeah. <laughs> you can go collect your BP from from Ranked Battle Season 2 Yeah, as well. Uh, other than that, though, I think that is pretty much everything that's going on in the Pokemon worlds. Uh, but uh, P. McGee's got... What did I miss? What did I forget? No, oh, I was going to say there's also heal balls for the Milstery Oh, event. that's true. Uh, there's there a code that. for the... So we also have in our Discord, we have a resource page because I'm always going to promote this at every opportunity. We have a yeah. resource page where all the serial codes are at. So there if you're ever go. trying to find all of them, uh, just stop by the resource channel and you should we should have a link that gives you all of them. So they update automatically because it's just straight from Cerebi. So if you want heal balls, we have there was those as well. And then I was going to make a comment, too, that I'm I'm keeping tabs with the anime right now. And it's kind of very exciting. Some of the things going on, like Ash <laughs> just caught a Dragonite yeah. out of nowhere. What? I think they just I think they're just like giving ash whatever they want because i honestly i honestly think this is his swan song yeah i, I have a feeling that this season of the anime is it's his, his last or this one? series is well i think it's ash's swan song because i yeah. think i think they're trying to transition to go being the new main character and go uh the, yeah he's got so he's only got one travel buddy now and his name is but go. he catches everything but he catches everything like you're supposed to in pokemon and oh my God, yeah. So I think I think they're trying to have a. I think they're trying to transfer the tone of the anime more to kind of like the manga, and I, I think that's. I think yeah, that's what I'm. I'm looking at. I'm looking to see how that goes. But I'm excited. I mean, it's it's exciting because it's not the same kind of steps that we go through with a new anime relaunching mm-hmm. with him catching like a regional bird and a couple of starters. I mean, his first catch of this anime is catch. a Dragonite. So. Yeah. And he, and he has a Mr. Mime for whatever reason right now. Well, he so he's got he, well he got Mr. Mime from like his mom finally. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really silly. It's really silly. I'm gonna have to watch this, dude. This thing is like I think it's his swan song. Like I I think they're honestly just like hey let's have fun with Ash for like one more season because he's already champion, right? And right. And then what we do is we transition to this Go character whose goal is to go get Mew, and we can make that last as long as we want. And I like it. I, I think that's honestly like how you go ahead and you do it. But on that note, that's uh, I think I guess that's everything in the news. Uh, I know you had one more thing you wanted to talk about, P Puckle wise. So I'll let you yes. I'll let you riff on that. Perfect. So Puckle has a website. Uh, we're very proud of it. We like it. Um, we've been having a bit of issues with 
migrating to a new host. So you may have noticed a bit of hiccups with it loading, but we're supposed to have that resolved very soon. And as part of that, what I want to try to get going again is generating more content on that website. Um, it's been slow on there for the last few months as we've kind of hit Pokemon Sword and Shield and people have been mostly doing that. And we just haven't had the same kind of energy behind that. So I'm looking to redevelop a writing team, uh, you know, covering things like Pokemon news or Puckle news, but also I guess the word I use is like colorful content. So maybe some of the series that other writers used to do things like what Whimsicott would write way back in the day or things like Viger would do with like a monthly news recap. So we're trying to see if we can see if there's interest in the community for helping in writing some of these articles. So my goal is to post a form on the discord and maybe in the show notes so that you can fill it out and express interest if you're interested in that. And then I'm looking to hold like an informational meeting in a couple of weeks, like uh, February 15th, where I can kind of lay out what the goals are. And so if, if writing in Puckle, writing for Puckle is something of interest to you, uh, please check it out. You know, DM me if you have questions. I'm more than happy to answer them. I want to see if we can get that going again. Cool beans. I support this. Uh, on that note, though, we're going we're gonna to rack your brains here in a minute, and we're going to switch everything over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz you guys on your insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. That means that they cannot use the internet. They just got to use what's in their noggins. And you've got P. McGee, so hopefully you win, Jushiro. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> if, I can, if we can get on the board, I think we'll feel good about today. I'll feel good. So this is part of the show is where we go ahead and we ask you guys five Pokemon-themed trivia questions. You guys work together as a team to answer these questions. You are competing against your fellow co-host in a race to 30 points. Today, you have seven points up for grabs because of various rules and regulations that we have on these things and we have created over the past, <laughs> I think, like four years now. So we're going to go ahead and uh, just get started. We got all the questions from our community Discord. So if you want to go ahead and submit questions, you can go over there and do so. We have a good, tight community. And uh, thank thankfully, our friend Ribby sends us all of the questions in a consolidated form. On that note, though, uh, this segment, as always, is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all this cool anime art, and they're just good people. They they have a lot of cool stuff. I really I really like their their art. They they have some fun stuff. I need to go buy some. I've been meaning to do it because like the problem is every time I see them and like because like I I've saw last time I saw them I was at a I was at a con with them and I saw them and I'm like hey I wanna I wanna buy this from you right. Mm-hmm. I want to buy this piece of art. And they're like, no, 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 just take it, Thatch. Just take it. Oh, that's so I'm like, nice. no, I want to buy it from you. And <laughs> I want to support you guys. Let me support you like you support me. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, I even have like, they had, they had like a green Taurus poster. I don't know if they still have it on their store, but like they got it. They like framed it for me and everything. Oh. So like I, I have that on in my office and stuff like that. One day I'll do an office tour when my office isn't a mess. So without further ado, though, let's jump into these trivia questions. So our first question is going to be from Mac Attack. Which Pokemon other than Primarina can learn its previous previously signature move, Sparkling Aria? What other Pokemon can learn Sparkling Aria other than Primarina now? Oh. Oh. 
He did say now, so it has to either be an old... Be a sword and shield. Yeah. All, the aversion of a Pokemon. It was a fairy move, right? Sparkling Aria? Or is it a water move? It's a water move. I'll believe you. I I don't. I never use Primarina. Yeah. In any of my Sun and Moon playthroughs, so I don't know what type of move it is. I'm. Sh- <laughs> oh, I'm almost sure that it's 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 definitely water. Okay. So what water or f- I guess maybe fairies from Gen Eight could have learned it. Uh, do we have another singing water Pokemon? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. No. Shoot. Man, I'm totally spacing out here. <laughs> uh, sparkling Arias. Okay, so it, it heals a burn when it... That's its secondary effect. If Pokemon's burned, it'll heal the burn. Yeah. So it was like a really terrible attack, because why would you want to... Because it does damage, so why would you want to use it to heal a burn? Except right. maybe, like, guts? I don't know. Your, good, your guess is as good as mine at this point. I know that Sword and, uh, Sword and Shield doesn't have that many new water Pokemon. No, and none that I think would have fit the bill, like, you know, Choodle or Aracuda aren't exactly striking me as sparkling RA users. Part of me wants to believe it's a fairy move, but then I don't know a good fairy pick, because, I mean, I don't think it's Alchemy. I feel like I would have known that. Right. So who's a le- who's a smaller fairy? Maybe, uh, I don't think so, but maybe it could be Hatterene, but I'm not feeling too confident on that. I would go with that because I honestly have nothing else. All right. I think we're going to say Hatterene and not feel good about it. Yeah. Hatterene is unfortunately incorrect. Yep. Uh, the answer is Lapras. Oh my God. It was right there in our face as I said it. What other water Pokemon can sing? <laughs> the doy, Lapras. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, you're 0 for 1, but we'll get you we'll get you a chance to come back. Our next question is going to be from Lord Snorlax, and this is a number question. I'm going to give you a plus or a minus 2 on this one, so you got a nice window. Okay. And so I'm going to ask you guys, how many Pokemon are capable of learning Sunny Day, Rain Dance, Sandstorm, and Hail? All three. How many Pokemon are capable of learning all of them? Or all four, I should say. All four weather setting moves. Sunny Day, Rain Dance, Sandstorm, and Hail. How many Pokemon are capable of learning all of them? So, Cast Form, obviously. Mew. Mew. I'm assuming all of them have been TRs or TMs at some point, so I would assume Mew. Does Heliolisk get Hail? My thought is no. Mm-mm. I don't know. Seems to be a fair number if there's a plus or minus two. Yeah, it could be a fair number. What other weather, what other weather Pokemon are there? Lugia. Can Lugia learn? All of them? You know, I don't think we're going to get there by individually asking which one, because I suppose it might be a lot of them, so we're going to have to, like, ball... Just ballpark. How many do we think we're missing? Yeah. Because I have... There's several I think you learned three or three of them at least, but I don't know I don't know how confident I feel about... All of them, yeah. Yeah. Same here. Um, It has to be around ten, maybe? I'd say like in the eight to ten range, maybe less, maybe closer to six. But let's do eight. Eight seems like a fair middle ground number between those. Yeah, two. yeah, because uh, individually, I can't really. Won't, we won't get there. <laughs> eight is your final answer. Yes. Yes. Eight is unfortunately outside of the window of error, uh, margin of error. The answer is seventeen. Seven all, can learn all four. 
Uh, yeah, Mewtwo, Mew, Corsola, Cursula, Type Null, Silvali, Chansey, Blissey, Kangaskhan, Articuno, Dragonite, Soikun, Lugia, Castform, Absol, Polkian, Arceus. Yeah, I never would have gotten that. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> have gotten past four of those. Yeah, it was. it's a lot. I was just like, ah, that's an interesting question. All right, so you guys are 0 for 2. Don't worry, there'll be a chance of redemption. We're doing great. <laughs> All right, question number three is your Pokedex entry question, as always. And so we are going to ask a question. This one is from Liger. It's Pokemon Stadium Pokedex entry reads. Oh, no. <laughs> a clever Pokemon that can swim backwards while facing forward. Fainting may result from a jab of its sharp spikes. And remember, this is a Pokemon Stadium Pokedex entry. So Stadium only had the first 151, correct? Just the first Stadium? That sounds right. Yes, just the first Stadium. Okay. So some that strike me as potentials, there's Cloyster, I guess, because he has spikes and he's swimming. Ooh, right. I'm trying to think of what other spiky swimmers there might be. Um, there's so many waters in the first one. There are in many water. Not Goldeen or Seeking. Well, Seeky, they're Seeking. He has a horn, though, not a spike. Um, Clever. Okay, the only water psychics are slow, bro. You do have hints, but I guess you want to use that on the redemption points. But. <laughs> ideally, yeah. Um, ideally. Shoot, what are the first? I'm trying to go through the waters. Yeah, yeah, Magikarp, Gyarados. We got Vaporeon, Slowbro, Slowpoke. We got Goldeen. We got um, Sea King. We got Tentacool and Tentacruel. We have... Those aren't spikes. Those are just tentacles. Because, I mean, that one sounds like within the ballpark, but that doesn't sound fully right either. Right. I think Cloyster might be actually the best choice. Because it can swim. I mean, that's how uh, shellfish swim. They propulse from their mouth. So they open and they close their mouth so they can move. Um, so it makes sense that it will be swimming backwards. Although it does say it can swim backwards, indicating that it can also swim forward. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. These questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought this was better than the other one. He gives me two. What about like something like Horsey or Cedra? Does Cedra have tentacles or like spikes on the back? Like are those like wing things? You could say that it does have spikes. You you could. And it does have Cedra has always had this oh it's poison thing, I think. Even though it's never been poison. Huh. That's why I think it le- learns doesn't Horsey or Cedra learn poison's thing or something like that? Something like that. I feel like Cedra also had like poison point in their ability or something. Yeah. It could be Cedra. It's Gen 1. I mean, I'm going to need an answer. I'm feeling okay about Cedra. Me too. Let's go with Cedra. Cedra is correct. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Cedra can do that one. Yeah. It's much, I, I thought it was much fairer than the other one. So. <laughs> <laughs> So this next question is your bonus point question, but because you guys have missed points, you guys can get a chance for a third point in this question today. Ooh. Uh, you get up to three. So there are there are seven answers. Okay. The question is, what is Ash's first capture in every anime series? And so I'm going to define series for you guys. The answer is going to be the original series. Uh, so the first five seasons of the anime that takes you all the way through Johto. The advanced generation series, which is which takes you all the way through Battle Frontier. So that's Hoenn and Battle Frontier. 
Diamond and Pearl, Black and White, X and Y, Sun and Moon, and then now whatever the hell series we're in. Okay. And so for the first three answers you give, you get one point. And then for every two answers you give after that, you can get another point for a total of seven answers for three points. So Pokemon is given like Pikachu. Would that still be his first catch? No, no. It needs to be an actual capture. Okay. Caterpie? It will be the first one, right? Was it Caterpie or was it Pidgeotto? Oh, that's when I'm like, oh, it could be either one. I think he catches them in the same episode. I think so, too. That's the great. So we're after a 50-50. Okay, so he would catch Dragonite first for the new one because Mr. Mime was just his mom's Pokemon. That is correct. So paying attention there helped. Let's see. The most recent generation, who did he have on his team? He didn't catch that many in the most recent generation. He didn't, no. It was Litten. It was uh, Meltan. It was – he definitely didn't catch Poiple first. Um, he definitely didn't catch Meltan first. He definitely – Litten seems like it's on the right track. I don't even recall what was the first one in Sun and Moon. No. Um, no, Litten. Or maybe it was Rowlet. Maybe it was Rowlet first. It was Rowlet, yeah. Well, th- what, he captured it or what – did they give it to him? I don't remember. I think he would have caught it. I think he captured it. Okay. He caught it. That's two. So you guys have two of the answers. Oh, there we go. You have two out of seven. So Gen 6, he had a lot of good things. Yeah. He had... What was the starter he had in Gen 6? Greninja. Did he catch Froakie first? That's what I'm trying to remember. I think... Or did he catch Fletchland, or Fletchling first? Ooh, that's a good question. I think he must have gotten the starter first. I'd guess Froakie first. Yeah. Froakie is correct. That is three out of seven for you guys. You guys have one point. So you guys, you're two for, you're two for four right now. All right. So Gen 5, he would have probably not caught um, the bird first. He had Tepig and he had Oshawott. Yeah. Did he get Oshawott first or did he get Tepig first? I want to say Oshawott. Oh, no, he had, he had Snivy too. Shoot. He had all three of that generation. That doesn't also, remember, anything. you guys get the hint. You do get the hint. Yeah. For this. We should use that. I think so because I, I feel better about my odds at a based that question okay so, yeah. you, so you guys have four left um of those four pokemon that are left three of them are are flying types and one's a bug type okay okay so that doesn't that doesn't help us solve the which which came first a pidgeotto or caterpie because both uh both are types that we're missing the rest are all flying did he catch Halo, Ho-Wo? Was it Ho-Wo the first Pokemon that? Oh, not Ho! Oh my God, Hootoot, the first Pokemon that he got in Johto. No, we don't have to. We don't have to do that one. Oh, not that one. You don't have to. Do, that's part of the original series, quote unquote. So he might have caught Halo first. I feel like he caught Starly first. In yeah, Gen that 4. that sounds. Yes, that really does sound familiar. Both of those are correct. Yes. There we go. So you guys, you guys still need Black and White in the original series. So did he catch Sawaddle? Or did he catch... What's the first stage of the Unpheasant? Can't remember it. Uh, Unpheasant is Pidov. Yeah, did he catch Pidov or uh, Sawaddle first? So it's either Pidov or Sawaddle in that one, or Caterpie and Pidgeotto in the other one. Yeah, it's exactly the word is. We're guaranteed two points, because... This is for your third point, yes. You need to you need to lock these in. Yeah. Shoot. We can either... <laughs> We can we can either say both the bug ones or both the flying ones, and we might get one friend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> and we get one of them right. I feel like he caught a Caterpie first. I feel like that, too. I feel like Pijoto is too hard for him to be his first cat. Come on. Are you going to lock in Caterpie? We are. That is correct. Yes. 
So it's Padov. Padov, yep. Padov is correct as well. You guys got three points there. You're four for four today. We did it. <laughs> yes! Question number five is your base stat question as always. This one is going to be from Lord Snorlax. And he wants to know, which fire-type Pokemon has the lowest HP of all fire-type Pokemon? That should be Vulpix, if I'm remembering right. Um, because it was it was by a single base stat that he that it beats out Charmander. Because I looked at this before. Unless there's a new fire-type, because I think last time I looked at this was Gen 7. But I'm pretty sure it was Vulpix. I would agree with you, because when it comes to base stat, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I spent a lot of time looking at these, because those, those used to be the most common question I submitted. So I'm thinking Vulpix. I'm trying to think of what other fire types were introduced this generation that might have messed with it. The starter, I don't think, would have been lower. No. Do we have any uh, fire Pokemon that are... Well, how do I say this? Like They're designed to look weak. Kind of like Shuckle, right? Shuckle is kind of like have literally low things because he has high uh, defense. Do we have something like that for fire in the recent gen gens? I don't think so. It would have to be this gen. I'm trying to think of anything new came around this gen that would have been awful enough as a fire type. Yeah. Or be so specific in other stats that its HP is like ridiculously low. This generation didn't have a lot of skewed stats, as I'm remembering. Like, not like that, where it's abysmal. No, okay. I'd be okay with Vulpix. Then I will go with... Me too. Yeah, I will go with Vulpix then. All right, Vulpix is correct with a base stat of 38, followed by Charmander and Cyndaquil with a base stat of 39. Go P. McGee. Yes, I remembered that right. All right, and that gives you guys five points today. So that means you guys get to to rank up with pretty much everybody else, I'm not going to lie. Ooh. And I have to add P. McGee's name to the sheet because I haven't done that yet. Ooh. All right. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to highlight that. We're going to click data. We're going to click sort. In first place, we have Linian with 12 points. Uh, in second place, we have Tide with six points apiece, Whimsicott and Dr. Shamu. And tied in a one, two, three, four, five, six-way tie, <laughs> five-way tie uh, with five points apiece. We have Sublime, Sathmilo, R Sigma, Jashiro, and P. McGee with five points. <laughs> Everybody else has yet to get on the board. Excellent. On that note, though, that is it for this, uh, this, this Poke Quiz. Tune in next week for some more questions and answers. We're going to kick it on over to the topic. And welcome to another podcast review that we've gotten from Oki94, the essential podcast for any Pokemon trainer. Thatch and his crew are the best. The knowledge and variety is unmatched in the podcast community. The rotating list of hosts and topics keeps the show fresh. I've been listening for almost a year and a half, and I kickstart every week with Puckle. Keep up the great work, crew. Well, thank you, Oki. We will do just that. And if you want your iTunes or any podcast review on the show, just go ahead and review us on your platform of choice. We appreciate it. But now, on to the topic. Welcome to our topic. Our topic today is Pokemon Home. They finally released things. It was like a... like a quiet release too that like they put the website up which was interesting that they didn't like make an announcement yeah. that it was happening or anything uh i found that very very odd uh, i do like a lot of the things that they did i know the community has kind of like pooped themselves because this happened mm. and i think a little bit rightfully so like a little bit like just like a little bit hmm. like i understand where they're coming from because uh so pokemon home launch pokemon home is the uh quote unquote successor to pokemon Pokemon Bank. I feel much better about it knowing that DLC is updating Pokemon Sword and Shield. 
I'll feel better about it when Sword and Shield has every single Pokemon in it, which I think right. is a very realistic thing that's going to happen. Of course it yeah. is. Like, I said it was going to happen from day one. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's going to happen, okay? <laughs> sure, it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it's it's happening. <laughs> I, I, I think it's more likely to happen than not to happen. Exactly. My, my fear is that they, instead of going into, like, 2021, make more DLC, they decide, hey, let's just make a new game. Yeah. And then they kind of like forget those Pokemon that they didn't bring. Because like I, I for one am not a fan of the second calling. <laughs> well, they, they, they have to finish them though. It, regardless of whether or not they might be in Sword and Shield, they have to be for the next oh, one. Oh yeah, I think they need to. I think they should. It is yeah. just it doesn't fit in my mind why they wouldn't include them in the game. It's just people are so right now. People are so. What's the word I'm trying to look for here? Like. Not scared, but it's like always in a state I'm very of skeptical. defensive when it comes. I'm skeptical, well, but, but we, but we, well, with no reason. That's the thing, right? Because it's no, 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 no. <sighs> okay, okay. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out here, yeah. Chushiro, because I don't know how much you've been following, like the things that were cut from Pokemon and Sword and Shield outside of the Pokemon. I've not been following the fandom because the fandom let me down there. <laughs> I've been following what they say. So the one thing that also happened with Sword and Shield with the release is that moves were also cut. There, there were like a hundred or so moves like move from the remove from the game, and most of them for good reason. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need jump kick and high jump exactly kick, for instance, right? So like they they kind of condense moves, but moves they did get rid of in Sword and Shield. The big one, and this this is leading into my example of what do we do is hidden power. Mm-hmm. So so hidden power is no longer in Sword and Shield. If we were to transfer a Pokemon from Pokemon Home. Mm-hmm that new hidden power the game would say hey you should delete this move it's not going to do anything i have my own opinion on that one but continue on so i think competitively like it's it's really cool to have hidden power gone but exactly (laughs) but it creates a problem if you're going to say all of the pokemon are coming back and the reason being is unknown okay unknown cannot learn any move other than hidden power okay historically um, so what, so, so I, I, I like to phrase this as the unknown problem. I think there's ways to of fix course, it. They can add a hidden move. I mean, we might have move being added to the game. I think what you do is you just remove every other Pokemon's ability to learn hidden power. Exactly. And then you just say it's his exclusive move. Now. Exactly. And I think that's probably the way to go just because I think Pokemon as a whole is better off with hidden power being gone mm-hmm. yeah. until Lando comes back. But I think I think Pokemon as a whole is better better off with with hidden power gone at least cur- in its current state. I always dislike hidden power. In, in in it was one of the things that whenever I would go to Smogun and say like this time I'm gonna train yeah. a new team and I would go to Smogun and I saw that hidden power was an option, it would always turn me off from using that Pokemon because I can't nail that that uh, IV gambling and switching and making sure that the Pokemon has the IV that you want. That's that was way too complicated for someone. That is video game more casual like me. No, I, I agree with you from that stance. I think there are ways you could have fixed that. Like we, we got the nature mints this game, yeah. right? So we got nature mints. So, I mean, you could have made an item or something that you could have controlled like the Pokemon's hidden power. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Right. You could have done that. But I still think it's not healthy for Pokemon as a whole mm-hmm. because because look at the number of Pokemon like you were just talking about, like you went to Smogon, you saw like a bajillion Pokemon running hidden power. Exactly. And so if everything has coverage, things become very scary. Yeah. And it's definitely reduced that. Like, I never, I don't have to worry about, oh man, are they running like a weird tech hidden power um, when I'm playing a Pokemon right now, which I think is really good, especially with Dynamax in the middle. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, for Battle Spot, uh, for Battle for battle Stadium, I should say, not Battle Spot. But yeah. Uh, but back to Pokemon Home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and and not and not the Dash and Jushiro talk about Dexit and how it's probably and still have the same opinion when it comes out, but <laughs> argue about it for no reason. <laughs> because it's literally just what Jushiro Jushir and I just accidentally end up on the same side of arguments yeah. all the time. And so <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, and so so Pokemon Home costs a bit more than Pokemon Bank, which I think is where a lot of like systemic outrage outrage in quotes mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes from because Pokemon Bank is only five dollars a year. And Pokemon Home, is, they cranked it up, and they cranked it up a little bit more than I thought they, they would. They did. They cranked it up. They cranked it up to fifteen ninety nine for a year. That's kind of like where I had. It was on the high end, but I had always like put it in like the ten to fifteen dollar range for being a service. And so, like, I'm not su- ten to fifteen. Yeah, I'm not surprised it's on the high end. I, I wish it was on the lower end, but it's not like I'm not shocked by it. I I don't. I can't say that I'm shocked, but I'm very. Uh, I don't know. Like. So, so the other thing that I'm really confused by, like, first of all, it's 1599. So like, you probably already have a Pokemon or not a Pokemon, but a Nintendo online subscription. Mm-hmm, right. right. And that's Nintendo online. I, th- I think this price would be easier to swallow if Nintendo online was $60. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest, but Nintendo online itself is $20 a year. I'm just thinking the same thing. Yeah. They did say you don't need a Nintendo online to use Pokemon home though. They, oh yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, you don't need that. But if you, okay. So my, my answer is, no, I get where you're coming from though. I just wanted to clear that up. If you're, if you're a Pokemon fan as a whole, mm-hmm. right. You're, you're going to want to be able to go battle online, go do max raid battles with your friends online. And you're going to want to, you're going to want to be able to have the ability to move your Pokemon back and forth through Pokemon home. Yeah. So, so right there is $60 a year. Additionally, not sixty or sixteen, sixteen, one six. Oh, sorry, but I was combining the twenty dollars. Not even forty-five dollars is what I meant to say. Forty-six dollars. Thirty. It's thirty-six. Thirty-six. Oh, my math is around. It's early Saturday morning. <laughs> it's early on Saturday. It's okay. Help me out it's, here. It's thirty. It's thirty-six dollars. <laughs> it's it's only thirty-five ninety-nine. But uh, I I do understand that. Like if it was ten dollars, I think it'd be easier to swallow for a lot of people. Yeah. They they do have price points where you can try it out for a month for two ninety-nine, three months for five ninety-nine. And the, so the, there's a there is a free version of Pokemon Home as well that that's available, but it does cut you off from a lot of things. So the premium plans allow you to store up to six thousand Pokemon, which is twice the storage of Pokemon Bank, which is needed <laughs> after like another generation. Or it's been two generations since the original launch of Pokemon Bank. Yeah, um, I hope it also allows for these upgrades that might come in the future. Like if Pokemon Home is something that's going to exist for the eternity of Pokemon, I would hope that. They would also have plans that would it would be like, oh, hey, we've had two more generations. Here's 9000 Pokemon you can put in Pokemon Home now for the same price. Yeah, because literally the storage size is not that much. Yeah, it's not that like a Pokemon, I think, is something like on the order of like a few megabytes at most. If I'm 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 probably megabytes might be too big, actually. Megabyte is too big. Yeah. I think it's kilobytes. It's on the order of kilobytes for a single Pokemon. And so you do kilobytes times 6,000. You're, you're paying, you're paying 15, $16 a month for storage for like megabytes of storage, like a flash drive from 2008. <laughs> storage. Wow. That's depressing. If you put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted it does come with more features uh, when, when you do previous, because not only do you get that, but you can, uh, you can do a few other things. You can you can trade. You can. They got some judging features, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Judging features. Who cares? Um, and so, <laughs> so they do have some trading options, though. Like, there's the Wonder Room, which is essentially Wonder Trade. Mm-hmm. 
these all have to be done on your phone on like your mobile device you can't do this on the switch which i find really weird and odd i like to say that i actually saw this coming and i there's someone who's listening in an episode previously i said the next thing they should do is have a mobile app which interacts with your game no, no, I, I don't disagree that they should have a mobile app, mm-hmm. but I I think it's odd because like there's two apps, there's two versions, right? There's the Switch app, so you can take Pokemon from, yeah, and then the mobile version. And I, I do agree, like I was very, we, we heard about this mobile app back in May. Okay. And so we knew that this was going to happen, that you're going to be able to trade from your phone. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. That's a really good idea. I thought they would at least like let you still do it on the Switch. So, because my, my concern is like you have this really cool thing, Pokemon Home. And you had kids who could get Pokemon Bank on the 3DS very easily and do everything that Pokemon Bank could do on the 3DS, which is very little, Mm -hmm. granted. But you can't have them go ahead and use something like the GTS. And maybe, honestly, that might be the filter we need. But we can talk about that in a minute. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But uh, I think it's very odd that it's only on the mobile device and not on the Switch app as well. Like, you can't access these trading features. I think that's a lot of the confusion with this whole thing is that, like, there's certain features you can only do with the mobile. There's certain features you can only do with the Switch. And so it just... It becomes very confusing to know what you can do with what system. And right, yes, I'm still straightening it out of my head. And I've been I've been reading about it for days, and I have it like a very clear yeah. graph in front of my face, and I still have to think about it. This Wonder Room uh, allows you to essentially trade, even when the app is closed. You can essentially dump Pokemon in, and it'll automatically Wonder Trade Pokemon away for you. So bulk wonder trading, which is the, something that I've been talking yeah. about, like wanting. Uh, <laughs> so good, and so it's really nice. If you have the free plan, you can only do three Pokemon at a time doing this. If you have the premium plan, you can do 10 Pokemon at a time. And this is kind of a nice way of like slowly filling out your decks. If you don't want to like put a lot of focused effort on it and you have the premium plan, you just throw 10 of them in there and you start getting random things from, you know, all the generations because it's on it's on home. We have it through surprise trade, but I do like it in, in the Wonder Room because one, it's something that I can kind of like set up throughout the day. Yep. Like while I'm while I'm doing work or something like, hey, at work, I can throw up 10 Pokemon, like 10 Brejects, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can throw 10 Brejects up there and then I can wait to see what I get like an hour later and then throw 10 more up there and then see what 10 I get. Because obviously I'm getting the premium plan because I run a Pokemon podcast. And <laughs> I think that's cool. I think the one thing, another thing that's really odd is the GTS being move to here i mean i don't disagree with the idea because i i think if you go all the way back to 2006 2007 when the gts was invented i think the concept has always been make it more of a global standard for pokemon yeah and i think moving it from the game to an app allows them to do that yeah. and allows it to become more of a monolithic thing i i don't know that i entirely agree with it but whatever no i do agree that that they sh- uh, i do like the overall idea i don't like that the app I don't like the app is required. I well, I don't mind the well. Yes, I uh, yes, required is the right word. Also, that the Switch version doesn't have the same features. Um, yes, yeah, you guys already it, said it. It's just confusing, a little bit confusing there. I, I understand that they're trying to make it more monolithic and like it helps to only have one, but I feel like mo- removing something from something that used to be essentially a given yeah. is very odd. Um, I, I mean, it, it does it does feel a little like a money grab, but. So, like, I'm indefinitely the minority because, like, I don't play a lot of video games outside of Pokemon. I play a couple. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's still, like, Nintendo franchises, yeah. right? Like, the next game I'm really hyped for is Animal Crossing. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> like, that. that's who I am. That's who I am as a gamer, right? Yeah. And I can understand it. So, like, for me, for Pokemon, I go, if they tell me, it, like, back when they announced, like, Degs and everything, my answer was, if you're going to tell me that it costs more money to in development costs for you guys to get these Pokemon there onto the game, I will pay that money 
to get the Pokemon on my game. Yeah. So like I have zero problem with DLC. I have zero problem with giving the Pokemon company money if they need it to help develop. I, I think this is a very smart move in a developing perspective because what they did here like wonder room gts all these are features that we've known pokemon to have in each game for a long time what they essentially have done is they taking these basic features that's been in every pokemon almost every pokemon game for uh, by the longest time and they put it on their own app meaning that they don't no longer have to worry about implementing this stuff in future games because gts wonder room it's all in the app so they can focus on the new stuff on that part i do understand and and like you guys know me i'm I'm always the biggest developer uh defender because i know how much how hard they're working that industry right now lacks all employee regulations to make them have a normal life they literally live inside uh, uh, in their computers and they hardly say their Mm -hmm. families but that's beside the point I do appreciate that part, but I do agree. Uh, I have to say that just not having those features in the game does is it feels like it's missing. Yeah. To be fair, it, I think I think standard what we're used to is still available, but it's just in the app. I mean, it's still available for free. Yeah. Like yeah, in the yeah. free version of Home, you can still you can still access the GTS the same way that we've been accessing the GTS for years. You and I, if we, even if we don't pay a penny. Yeah can download Pokemon Home and we can still put one Pokemon up on the GTS for trade. If if we pay the it's a little bit more work. Yeah, cuz you have to bring it all the way from the Switch into the mobile, like into home yeah. and then you have to go onto your phone. I wish it was a little bit more seamless. Yeah. I, I think I think that's probably like the next step like is a seamless like game to home transition, but I don't think that's going to happen in Sword and Shield, maybe in generation 9. Yeah, the next one, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with it as it is right now because it's clear what you like once you get going with this, it's clear how you need to do it. So if you want to trade, you pull out your phone. If you want to transfer, you get out your Switch and then like that's how you do it for a bit. And then if they make it more combined later on, that's great. But like once you get going, it it won't be too bad. And like you guys have been saying, everything that we wanted to do is still free to do. It's just more complicated. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you pay for it, I still think it's more complicated to do. Uh, And and because, but the good news is like now I could put three Pokemon up. If I pay for it, I can put three Pokemon on the GTS. That's nice. And I do think putting this on the mobile app only because it is on the mobile app only, which is really odd. But maybe it stops the kids from asking for like a level one Bidoof <laughs> or putting up a level one Bidoof and asking for a Dialga. There should hopefully be less of that. Gosh, you you have humanity too much in high hopes. I I do. I wonder <laughs> if they'll do better about taking away if, if this Pokemon couldn't legitimately be attained at that level. You can't request it. I wonder if they'll filter that better. That that needs to happen. That really needs to happen because that was always an issue. Yeah. Asking for like level nine Palkia and stuff. Yeah, that was dumb. one thing I like that they added to the GTS for this time is that you can request it come from a specific game because if I'm understanding this correctly with the current generation. Mm. So like if you have a Mime Junior in this current generation, it's only going to evolve into Galarian Mr. Mime. Yeah. So you need to have one from a different generation in order to get it to evolve to regular Mr. Mime. So so I don't know if that's how it works because that's not how it worked in Alola. No, I know. I've been reading through that a bit and I'm a little confused because like how do you get regular wheezing right now like how do you get a reg- regular wheezing you have to transfer in a wheezing from a previous game so if you i guess that's my point if it's i am curious to see how that goes because we haven't really dealt with it yet we'll lay a coffee that, well, no we've we've dealt with it we've dealt with it we dealt with it in alola no i know alola but with galler though i'm, I'm yeah. curious if they changed it up at all because of the way Cerebi was explaining it a bit i was a little confused so i'm i i'm at least excited that you can yeah. request from specific region this time around so that you can like i think that's cool just from a collector standpoint, yeah. I think. You can also do room trade, where you can put 20 people in the same room and then just randomly trade t- 20 Pokemon. <laughs> and that's 
It's only for premium members, though. And then there's friend trade. So you can like if Jushiro and I, because we're friends, wanted to trade something, I'd be like, yeah, I got that on Pokemon Home. And then I could just send it to him while I'm out on the road. That's awesome. So that's kind of cool. Hopefully we don't need to switch friend code. Please oh, no God. switch friend codes. Yeah. I blame Nintendo. Friend codes are dead. Can we kill friend codes, Nintendo? Why is it still a thing? <laughs> we need an intervention. It's 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 frustrating. Why why we're still using friend codes? It's it's such it's like trying to turn on your what car with a one of those um oh my god levers that you, you remember the cars before when you used to like spin. Uh, you were in the front. You put a lever. You have to turn it around spin it so it can charge like a freaking toy car oh i know what you're talking about to charge the battery yeah yeah yeah, yeah. To get to start. it's like having about. that for a new car it's like what's the purpose yeah. of it it's old school no one uses this anymore yeah. yeah uh so other things i think are really really cool so these these are just additional features so one we got the national decks in home which i assumed we were going to get because we had a national decks in pokemon bank mm-hmm. and so you, you can fill everything out you get your iv judge in there which is kind of cool i mean that's kind of nifty so you can find the pokemon with the right ivs in in there and maybe some people have pokemon from all the way back in gen 3 that they transferred up and they haven't been able to properly like check out the ivs and stuff but it doesn't matter because you can bottle cap them now and change their natures with the mint yeah honestly this is that's one thing and i know we've talked about this but that's one thing that since red and blue i've always been like why can't i have the pokemon that i passed the game be good yeah well you can yeah you, you can, can. Now, it's awesome which is wonderful the the other thing that I think is really cool is that you can get mystery gifts in Pokemon Home, which is really, really, really cool. So, like, we had that Pokemon Pass app for half a year, and we're just like, nope, we're going to replace it now. No one can play. And we could just... <laughs> I... Nope. <laughs> to, the, to the disappointment of no one. <laughs> we, we got rid of that Pokemon Pass app, and we've gone full into Pokemon Mystery Gift uh, on Pokemon Home, which is definitely a better way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. And you can also check Battle Dave, and there's some news updates, and you can, like, it's going to show, like, the rankings and stuff, kind of like the old global link on, on Pokemon Home as well, uh, which is nice. Yeah. Um, something that's kind of interesting with the national decks is, like, you can see all of the forms of Pokemon. So, you can, again, making the Mega thing more confusing, yeah. you can see, I don't know how you're supposed to be able to see them in terms of, I guess, if it gets transferred from X <laughs> and Y, because you can't transfer with items in any of the previous ones because everything coming through bank doesn't have an item but yes you can see if mm-hmm. it has a mega form so like make a charizard x make a charizard y or gigantamax charizard so you have like you know your four forms of charizard mm-hmm. I, I what i'm really hoping in the long run is that we get megas back in like a dlc like uh, that's kind of what I'm. Hmm. everything i'm seeing right now is kind of like hinting at that in small ways because you know you got mystery dungeon coming out which for no ex- which has megas by the no, way for no reason at all there's megas in that game I mean, i'm not complaining they were fun enough in super mystery dungeon but like we have megas in a mystery dungeon game that's set in gen 3 yeah and they like the pokemon company outside of sword and shield is in love with mega evolution yeah. and I, I i find it just very odd that we haven't that, that it's gone that's the one feature that i think should should have stayed and maybe we should have gotten more megas uh, I'd rather have Megas than Gigantamax. I agree. I'll put it that way. I, I would say that at the beginning, I thought that Gigantamax were an improvement. And after seeing them in action, I got to agree. Uh, Megas are, are are better. I think I think they really just miffed up with the Gigantamax launch. Yeah. Because like Gigantamaxes now are just like are, are exclusive to raids. And that's poopy and stupid. Right. 
and then they're going to come out with a DLC that's going to allow you to take a current Pokemon and like give it its Gigantamax form essentially, which is just like cool. So that's in the DLC. Yeah. Why was that not a thing to begin with? That should have been a thing to begin right. with because I feel like a lot of people like we already have this sour taste of Gigantamax in our mouth. You're not going to make it better now. No, and yeah. I think um, part of it too with Gigantamax as opposed to Mega. Well, the thing we liked most about Megas is that it made average Pokemon good. That's true. But with Gigantamax, it doesn't really make an average Pokemon good. Like, if they have Max Airstream, they're better, sure. But their Gigantamax move isn't making them, like, the best thing in the world. Like, Charizard's cool and all, but he can mm-hmm. also Airstream. That's what makes him so great. He can get yeah. really fast. Mm-hmm. He can set, like, that fire spin on the opponent's side. But, like, yep. there's... Th- it's not... It's. I'd rather have Mega Charizard X. Yeah. I'm not going to no, lie. Mega Charizard that. X and Mega Charizard Y. I'd rather have that. But moving on... I think we're going to get to the meat of this so that we can wrap up the topic. But the meat of this is we want to know how you transfer, right? And so there were some there there was an image going around Silph Road that really pissed me off because it was just showed me like the level of like Pokemon Go blinders uh-huh. that were that were on. So like the Silph Road subreddit had this image from the lightest Pokemon Direct a few weeks ago where it was where it was it didn't show Pokemon Go going into the game. And they're just like, did they change it? Blah, blah, blah. I go, no, they were talking about DLC. So nobody cared. Exactly. They like put Pokemon Go there and they're like freaking out. And I'm just like, it's, it'll still be there. And it is uh, in the in latest images. So so you can put Pokemon in, but can't take them out from the following three things. Pokemon Bank, Pokemon Go and Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah. So I, you can put them in, but can't take them. That's back. not entirely true with Let's Go. You can put them in and you can take them out as long as you don't put them to sword. That's what they were trying to clear. Is, is that true? That's what I had been reading, that you can put them in and bring them back out into a Let's Go version. But as soon as they go to Sword and Shield, that's it. They're done. You can't take them back into Let's Go. I don't know if I believe that with the arrows, but... No, maybe. I know. Because I've been... Uh, I, I, that was the point I was reading a lot on. I think that's worth clarifying on and trying to make sure we... Okay. That was my understanding, okay. that you could bring a Let's Go Pokemon in and take it back out as long as you did not put it in Sword and Shield. Because as soon as you did is that, that on the website, is that on the website or I thought it was, I can, I'm going to go back and look, uh, because that, that was something yeah, I, I'm taking a look. <laughs> that was something I wanted to know. And that's how I had understood it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely understand. We're going to, we're going to take a look real quick just for clarification so that we know once a Pokemon from let's go Pikachu poke. Uh, no, it can be a return. You are correct. That's the wording on the website. There you go. It says, once a Pokemon from Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee is moved to Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield, it cannot be returned to its original game. However, it says they can move back and forth between Pokemon Home. Okay. So- uh, otherwise, yeah. You were right. I doubted you, and I'm in, I'm in the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because that was my, I was so confused in that point, because every time we dealt with it before, as soon as something goes into that, it can't, it can't go backwards ever again. Like, you know, how it was with Bank and how they were making yeah. it out with Bank to Home. Like, once it made that... Oh, wow. This is a, this is a thing I didn't notice uh, reading the website as well. Pokemon Bank is getting, like, a free one-month subscription yeah. for everybody that time, once Home comes out. That's really that cool. That is cool. That's really cool. I'll, Pokemon Bank, I was never offended by because it, it was $5 yeah. a year. That's, that's literal pennies. fifteen ninety nine a year? That makes me think, you know? $10 a year, I probably wouldn't have thought either, to be fair. Me either. fifteen ninety nine. Though it's just like, hmm. Yeah. It is a bit up there. I don't I don't understand why they came up with that pricing. So Pokemon Go will be able to go to home, but it will be unavailable at launch, but they do plan to put it in. So if you have Generation 1 Pokemon in Go, yes, you just bring them to Let's true. Go, and then you can bring them all the way over. Same with like Meltine and Melmetal. Yeah. So you can still get some mm-hmm. of them over, just not all of the non-Gen 1s yet. But it is going to happen. It is, it will yeah. Happen. 
which is cool. I, I do like that Pokemon Homes becoming this hub for Pokemon. And I, I understand that's exactly what they were trying to do is to have a hub for Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, so good, good on them for doing that. That's really cool. Just as soon as I can get them all into Sword and Shield, I'll feel like I'll just feel better. Yeah. Like, I don't feel bad. I think it's a cool concept. I like training on the go and stuff like that. I do wish that I could battle on the go. Hint, 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 hint. <laughs> uh, it would be it would be really cool. You can battle on go, though. Just not on the go. On Pokemon Go. Yeah, but that's... that's <laughs> it's nothing. Is that battling, though? Is that battling, though? Like... It is not. Like, I don't know that I call anything that I do in Pokemon Go that involves battling. It needs as much strategic as Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Just swipe. Swipe and yep. tap. Yep. Yep. All right. But on that note, uh, I think that's Pokemon Home for you guys. And all of the wonderful the yeah. wonderful nuggets that you can get from that. There isn't, at least of this recording, there's not an official release date yet. There's been some dates going around, but none of them yeah. are the same. Well, they said February. They said February. They said February. They said February, but we've been seeing some random dates, like someplace like I think Netherlands had like February 3rd listed at one point, and then somewhere like Belgium or something like that had like the 12th. So there's some confusion on when the actual launch date is, but we don't know. My money is on by the 27th. <laughs> if it doesn't happen by the 27th, it'll happen on the 27th because that's Pokemon Day. They're going to have it out by Pokemon Day. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we missed that. We missed that in the news. Oh, my God. Oh, we did. That's true. We'll talk about that another day. But on that note... We are gonna we're gonna take a short break and be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip flop. Hey guys, Seth Philo cutting in to tell you about something awesome that I've been absolutely loving. Vite Ramen. If you guys know me, you know I have a borderline noodle addiction, and part of that love has always been a guilty pleasure for ramen. Well, Vite Ramen is ramen, but get this, it's actually good for you. You heard me right. The guys at Vite Ramen have spent years making ramen that's nutritionally complete, and I absolutely adore it. Each bowl has 30 grams of protein, which is more than your average protein shake, 7 grams of fiber, all 27 key vitamins and minerals that you need, and most importantly, tons of awesome flavor. Oh yeah, and did I mention it still only takes 4 minutes to prepare? It's basically still instant ramen. You can head over to VitRamen.com and pick up soy sauce chicken, garlic pork, and my favorite, vegan miso flavors, as well as handy utensils and other such stuff. And here is the coolest part. At checkout, enter code PUCKLE and you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's P-U-C-L, all caps, for a whopping 10% off. Anyway, I gotta get back to rating, and you've got a show to finish. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 880, Dracozolt, the fossil Pokemon. In ancient times, it was unbeatable thanks to its powerful lower body, but it went extinct anyway after it depleted all of its plant-based food sources. It went extinct because it didn't exist. Um, <laughs> it went extinct because it didn't exist. Dracozolt is an abomination. But it's also, it, it's good because Dracovish is good. That's the answer. Uh, so all of the fossils got a, got a move based on the head. Um, so, so Draco's, so if you have the, the electric type head, 
uh, for Draco Zolt and also for Arctozolt, you got the move Bolt Beak, and we're all very familiar with Ficious Rend. If you ever played Pokemon yeah. <laughs> in Sword and Shield, you're familiar with Ficious Rend. That both not only not only does Draco Vish get it, but also Arctovish, um, which as I, I think Arctovish has a higher speed. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think his attack stats a little bit lower, but oh, that's why. Okay, um, but Arc, uh, but Arctovish also gets Ficious Rend. Um, but nobody uses it because it's not a dragon type and also ice water kind of sucks as a typing. Yeah. Look at it. You do gong. Bit. Oh, actually it's speed is way <laughs> lower. I lied. It's, it's speed is way lower. It's 55. I thought yeah. it was like 50. I thought it was 55. Yeah. It's yeah, garbage. It's garbage. Don't use it. Never mind. <laughs> I lied. Don't listen to Thatch. Thatch has no, Thatch has no idea what speed tiers are still. Uh, and so, but, uh, but Draco Zolt does get the same base speed as Draco Vish at a base 75. So it does make its bolt beak move, which is the same thing as Vicious Red, but electric type work. Um, so you not only, not only do you get a boost from stab, but you also get a boost if you move first. And so the team we have for you today has a very fun, uh, Draco Zolt. Draco Zolt also, um, this is notable. The Draco Zolt on this team is not doing this, but it's also something that you can do. Uh, Draco Zolt has two abilities, Volt Absorb and Hustle. So you can actually run Hustle to get an extra 20% boost on your attacks in exchange for an accuracy drop, um, which is something that a lot of people do with Draco Zolt because Draco Zolt can get a little bit of extra power right out the gate compared to Draco, uh, Draco Vish. And some people do do that. Uh, and, but this one's actually running Volt Absorb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can, uh, so this one's running Volt Absorb, Fire Fang, Dragon Claw, and Aerial Ace. Now, the reason it's running these moves is because this is a Battle Stadium singles team. So you're going to go ahead and actually just send this guy out. You're going to, you're going to hope you can Dynamax him and get a max airstream up so that you can outrun everything else. And then you can start hitting things with bolt beaks. Um, and you're going to be doing some major damage. Now, the thing you have to watch out for when you're running this is you need to watch out for your opponents bringing, um, just ground types in general. Like that, that's honestly what kills it is ground types. Um, this one, this one in particular is assault vested though, which is kind of nice. It, it gives it some really nice bulk because if you look at its base stats, it's base 90 HP, base 100 attack, base 90 defense, base 80 special attack. Who cares? Um, base 70 special defense. Like that's really nice. That base seventy special defense gets a nice boost, and it's not like you're running anything else anyway. It's like uh, Darmanitan light. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, they, we bring more electric types because electric types are cool. Okay. Yes, they are. Uh, <laughs> and we're we're bringing toxicity with us this time, uh, because he can just make things loud, and he's he's running overdrive, boom burst, um, acid spray to lower special defense, so he can do some more. And then also uh, Volt Switch, so he can switch out when he needs to. Uh, it, it's Toxtricity. It's pretty standard Toxtricity, actually. Minus, yeah. like, Acid Spray. Uh, and he's holding Life Orb to, to deal a little bit more damage. He can hit through subs, though, which is really cool. Now, both of those things have one thing in common. They're both weak against ground. So if you want to add some protection against ground for this team, we add the Weakness Policy Corviknight. Now, we include this fine little pigeon... With Brave Bird for your main attack, bug up as a way to get your defense high, taunt to prevent some setting up happening in front of you, and a Roost to make it even more annoying. Jushira, I, I have to say that I'm really proud of you right now. 
Thank because, you. Because your segue into that was actually a really good one. And it was actually <laughs> very <you>. relevant. <laughs> I, 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 see you, a, you. I see a lot of progress in you. <laughs> I'm working hard towards this. <laughs> uh, the taunt's actually really big, though, because there are a lot of, there are a lot of mods that like to set up um, mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. this meta. And it does really help to have taunt on Corviknight. So um, that's also like the new base speed to like play around with is like base 70 speed. Like around yeah. there is kind of like the sweet spot to start to start benchmarking towards if you're looking into tiers. Uh, but that Corviknight's pretty solid. I mean, he can do some damage. He can really do some damage, especially if you get a couple bulk ups going. A lot of physical attackers can't take it down. Yep. And what with space 105, it just it, it has a lot to withstand when mm-hmm. it comes to physical attackers. Um, however, they we it is weak to fire, and we're going to go and cover that with Seismitoad. Uh, focus Seismitoad, so it can actually su- sustain a hit. Has Scold, Ice Wind, Toxic, and Stealth Rock for those that love you that like to really make the combat annoying. Uh, the Stealth Rocks has been also getting a lot of prevalence in bss lately which has been surprising kind of not really but it's been it's been different um yeah uh, i mean with airstream as good as it is you want to be able to chip 25 percent yep. off most of the ones that like to use airstream yep i agree with that and toxic has also been a very interesting play as well um because not everybody gets toxic anymore which is uh which is disappointing but it's it's not too bad. I I like Seismitoad. Seismitoad's on every team because of Dracovish. Uh, <laughs> it just is. Like I think last week we talked about a team that also had Dracovish on, or not, also had Seismitoad on it. And like every every BSS team has Seismitoad because you need a water absorber. And there's like three, and Seismitoad's probably the best one. Seismitoad can also counter uh, Draco's ults on top of Dracovish's, which makes it more valuable as well because of the ground typing. Yep. Basically, him and Gastrodon are the big ones in BSS. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, um, but, but take us home. Take us home, McGee. Yeah. So if you really, really, really wanted to just alt a timer, these are the best two mons to use. Oh, the, the Whimsicott so much fun. <laughs> I know. Uh, so first up, though, we have Toxapex um, running Baneful Bunker so that you can poison a lot of the physical attackers. And a lot of things are using Phantom Force and Bounce, so you get a lot of predictive opportunities to... Mm-hmm. Or I guess Phantom Force, not so much, but Bounce, Gyarados, you can poison him really easily with Baneful Bunker. I've seen Skull more team. Phantom Force than I should have. I'm gonna. I'm not going to lie. I've seen... Sigma like, pe- was, people use it for uh, to like burn uh, Dynamax turns. Yeah, that's what Sigma was talking about. There's Mimikyu is running that instead of Shadow Claw these days just to burn the turns. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense, because Mimikyu can burn two turns very easily with... Uh, mm-hmm. Disguise and Phantom Force, but Toxapex can also Scald to burn. It can Haze, so any Dynamaxer that might be setting up that can't one-hit KO Toxapex will lose all its boosts, and then it can just recover Stall. Um, so it's really, really, really good at stalling and really taking things to Timer. I think almost every time I've lost a game to Timer, it's because of a Toxapex, because mm-hmm. they're just good at staying alive. And then one of the most annoying things you could possibly play in BSS right now is the uh, Leech Seed, Cotton Guard, Substitute, Moonblast, Whimsicott. That it's runs so leftovers. nice, though. It's so nice. But if you don't have something like Toxicity or Sylveon or an Infiltrator Dracapult, this thing just like stalls your team to oblivion because the it can, it gets true. priority substitute and Leech Seed and Cotton Guard thanks to Prankster. So it doesn't even need to run speed. It can just run defense because that's all it really needs or HP, I guess. 
So it's just, it has decent bulk. It can cotton guard. So even if you have like a Dracovish, it's not doing anything to this because it can go first with cotton guard and then boost up its defenses dramatically mm-hmm. and then just start leech seeding. And then it leech seeds, it hides behind a substitute. You break the substitute. It does the same thing again. And eventually you die and quit because you realize you've lost. I've probably <laughs> lost three or four games to Whimsicott because it just sits there and it does its one thing. And if you don't counter it, it's over. So if you really ever wanted to try to take a team to stall, uh, to timer stall, this is, <laughs> those are the two ones you want to run. <laughs> They're fun. Whimsicott's so much fun though. I'm a big It's fan. fun. I'm not going to say it's not fun. It just, if you don't know what you're facing and yet you run yeah. into it for the first time, it's infuriating. It's so it's, much fun. It's though. my next one to train now. No, I can't <laughs> wait to train one. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. Uh, all right. On that note, though, I think that's uh, that's the Pokemon of the episode this week. If you want to get some shiny-ish Pokemon for your game, you can go join our Patreon. We are doing giveaways this month. Um, times will be posted on the Patreon for that soon. Uh, if you're over at Patreon at the $5 tier, I believe you're going to be getting a Mew this month. And if you're at the $10 tier, we're going to be giving away Shiny Obstagoon holding a Flame Orb. Nice. I, I don't know if you want the flame orb more or the shiny obstagoon. I don't flame know. Flame orb the itself is worth the ten dollars. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the stories I hear of people like just like doing time after time after time trying to get the random chance that they get their flame yeah. orb. I feel like the ten dollars is just worth it. Yeah, so we're gonna get those times posted here probably later this week. Um so if you're a patron, go ahead and do it. If you're not and you're interested in doing that stuff, uh, go ahead over to patreon.com slash buckle podcast. We're going to kick things on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. Mail. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 I forgot to do it almost. I have to I have to say fictional because people thought the ramen wasn't real. They didn't think the ramen was real. <laughs> the ramen I may is have been very one of real. those people. I yes. may have been one of them. <laughs> might, multiple people did not think the ramen was real. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how that is a problem. That is a problem. Okay, but on that note, let's go ahead and uh, jump into it. So this is the mailbag segment, the part of the show where we will read your emails on the show. If you send them into us at PucklePodcast@gmail.com, if we don't get your emails, we're just going to play Pokemon 15 questions. And honestly, I don't know which one people like more. And that's an honest <laughs> question. But this week we did get emails. Uh, we are going to hear people's thoughts and we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Last week, we wanted to know what your thoughts would be for what kind of DLC would you like to see outside of the Crown Tundra and the Isle of Armor that we already have announced? Uh, because Ireland's at least not in the game yet, which is, I think is a, a uh, I don't know if that's a political move on their part or not. <laughs> I, w- I would really like to see that, um, but we're going to go ahead and I just, we're going to jump into these emails, see what you guys thought. And our first one is going to be from a walrus with three S's. Um, hey, Puckle crew, a walrus here. You mentioned you would like to explore an additional region in one of the upcoming DLC packs. A few years back before Sword and Shield were even a thing, myself and a couple of my friends had an idea. What if the Pokemon company just released side games for five to ten years? What? <laughs> and gave a massive game where you could pick up the region to start in and go from there. It seems outlandish, but I think it would make for a fantastic game. Now, for a project like this, I think things like a level cap would have to be toyed with, or you would have to pull an ash and start over every other region. Uh, what are your thoughts? So, I think we've talked about this a lot in the past. Um, and every single time I come back to this idea that uh, if anybody ever has it, 
I I say, and this isn't anything to do with you, but it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It sounds nice in paper. Yes. It's hard to make a cohesive game out of, I guess, eight regions now without it just feeling like segmented to the point like, why is this one game? And I, I don't think it's possible. I think it would be interesting to be able to do. I mean, I think you could pull two off. I think well, you we have no, they have the yeah. so we, we know it's we know it's possible. I think you could pull. We two, have the technology. I think you pull two, maybe three off, but I think it only really worked well in gold and silver. Like I, as much as I would love to see like multiple region games again, I think it only worked well in gold and silver because of the region sizes. Uh, yeah. Because if you look at the size of those regions versus the size of the regions we get today, I don't think it's reasonable to say, "Hey, let's go back to those or go back to them," because. Just how massive they are. Uh, Golden, like Kanto and Johto were both um, relatively small by modern standards. And I I think that's something that people, I don't know, I don't want to say don't realize, but it's something that is something that's just like lost in the past. It's nostalgia just hides it. I, I do really, I do, like, I honestly think with DLC, like remakes are probably dead, um, which is a little dis- disappointing and a little sad to me. Uh, because like I, I, they stop right before Gen Four. <laughs> uh, well, not not just because of that, but because like regions were always a really good time to get us like an older game, like you know, ten, fifteen years after it came out, and like give us an update on it, right? Give yeah. it a fresh coat of paint and gave us the not terrible version of that game. Well, here's what I would like to do: give me new generations on old regions. Like, and not a remake, just give me a new game in Kanto. I've been saying that. Oh, no, 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 no. You, well, you know what I mean. There's one thing that's it, wrong with what you said, and it's new game in Kanto. <laughs> and, uh, like, I, I, I'm i done with Kanto. I'm so done you with Kanto. You know what I meant. <laughs> but I, I would be, I'd be okay with, like, a new game, like, in Hoenn or something like that. I think that would be a really cool way to go with it. I, I think there, I think there's opportunities to explore with that, and then it also because we're we're talking about because like I I do sympathize with like game freak developers and people working on the games, and we talk about like releasing their workload from them, and I think it's an interesting opportunity to go ahead and be like, hey, you don't you don't have to work on anything new, you can just work on the old. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. Uh, that's that was a that's a good place to to go from there. Uh, we got another email though from I believe Jguard sixteen. Yo, yes, he does, and he writes, "Hey Thatch and whoever he has, one of my New Year's resolution was to stop being such a lurker on Twitch and the internet in general. So I'm writing you for the first time. Hey, welcome, welcome. Thank you for not lurking. Yeah, yeah. I started." I started listening to Puckle a few months ago during the height of Dexit. (laughs) I was the only one among my friends who was excited for Sword and Shield, and I was starting to question if I was just giving Game Freak a free pass because it was Pokemon game. The wonderful cast of Puckle helped me realize that the Pokemon community wasn't entirely doom and gloom. To answer the question of the... Oh, but doom and gloom, that's where, where we ended there. To answer the question of the week, I'm skeptical... I'm uh, uh, skeptically excited about Pokemon moving to DLC lieu of a third version. Well, I say I'm skeptical, but really, I'm I'm just trying not to set my expectation unrealistically high. That's very... That's always been my my thing when everything, anything happens. 
do your expectations are the number one or number two reason why you end up hating something because you built your expectations so high and when that fails to to ma- match it you 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 lose it but anyway going back to this we're not talking about star wars Jushiro, okay <laughs> <laughs> the main thing i want to see out of the dlc is some larger multi-level dungeon to explore with puzzles to solve like a previous installments of the series i would say i would love to have like the underground back something like that Ooh. where i can mind for that's just shiro talking sorry not not the email <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. i i understood this because it was you uh, yeah <laughs> exactly um yeah i i love the underground so much and and i'm always frustrated that they that haven't brought something something like it anyway i'm just hoping the new legendaries we've seen so far don't end up being cut in unmemorable dungeons and left to dusk uh, in my PC. I don't think that's going to happen the way they the DLC are structured, but you never know. I think Crown Tundra looks especially promising, uh, though, as it seems to have an emphasis on exploration. DLC has been a long time coming, and I think it's a great solution to give us new content mid-generation without causing a reset where everyone has to play through essentially the same game, fill out the same decks, and build up their collection of items a second time. I honestly find it funny that the same game who threw money at Nintendo time and time again for remakes and near carbon copy third versions begged for DLC since X and Y and were totally fine with Breath of the Wild and Smash DLCs are now complaining because they all suddenly have standards. I would like thank wait, wait, you, wait, 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 Guard sixteen wait, wait, wait. for w- saying that. I don't. I I want to find an example of somebody who said. I want DLC and then got mad at this DLC because I think what it is is you have a larger you just have a so like Pokemon has a giant community like more so than pretty much anything else. Oh yeah. And so I think I think the problem is it was two different groups of people who had about the same amount of like loud minorities yelling. I, I, I honestly think I think there's almost virtually no overlap between the people that are upset at the DLC and the people that were begging for dlc i i honestly think there's been zero overlap no no the 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 problem is not the same people the problem is the people who who have an expectation again back to expectations who have an expectation of how pokemon should be versus pokemon that pokemon is giving us and they that it they don't they can't marry the two it's like no i'm i want my second game There's, there's still people waiting for version c like Nobody's waiting for version C. It's just a meme at this point. I hope it's a meme because it's frustrating. It's like, how can you guys not evolve with the times? It's just, ugh. no, it, I think, I think the, so like they followed the pattern. And then I think the people that are complaining about DLC per se, honestly, I think the people who complain about the DLC are the people who skipped out in Sword and Shield because they were expecting there just to be an upgraded version in a year. Now they have to buy it. And now, and now they have to buy Sword and Shield and, Oh, that's another thing we miss. The sales numbers. Oh, oh the sale yeah, we got sales numbers for the first quarter and they're already like sixteen point zero six million yeah. or something like that worldwide. Like that's nuts. Like that's they're the, gonna be the highest that's selling the, ones that, quickly. Yeah, that's like the set well, the highest selling since like Gen two, but yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> Take it, haters. <laughs> well, I th- I think it's a combination of like first proper Pokemon game on a home console and that it that alone uh honestly <laughs> uh, the, the game's good stop the hate <laughs> thanks I, for I, making I, a mu- oh go ahead i still think the game has its flaws but oh i'm not oh, saying yeah. that it's a perfect game i'm just saying i think that there's definitely better pokemon hate games. on it 
Like, well, yeah, well, of course, but it's a good game. I mean, I like it way more than Gen Seven, for example. <laughs> I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I entirely agree with that, but I would say Gen Seven took more risks, and this was more of a return to form. Uh, but to be fair, Whoa, I wait, think- what? Yeah, I yes. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll need to get to that. We, we just need Jushiro, I have an idea for a show that you and I need to do at some point, where it's just yes. like, where it's just like an hour of like you and I talking about all the things that we haven't been able to talk to each other about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that just needs for to happen. Sure. That just needs to happen. <laughs> we sure it's gonna be like an hour of us fighting to eventually end up to no, the no, same no, conclusion. The problem is we're fighting to argue the same point, but from two yeah. different directions. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's every single Thatcher Jashir argument. It always goes the same way. <laughs> Thanks for making my Monday commute to and from class something I actually look forward to. Insert obligatory flip-flop joke here. J, uh, yours truly, Guard 16 All right, our next one is, our last email today as well, is from Big Cat Bruce. And P. McGee, read your first email ever and hope Big Cat Bruce enjoys it. Thanks, Big Cat Bruce, for sending an email so I get to read one. Hey, Puckle friends. Big Cat Bruce here with my thoughts on the DLC that I'd love to see in a Pokemon game. I want to see DLC that doubles down on two of the main themes from single player, gym leaders and max raids. First, I think it would be so cool to be a gym leader. Not disagreeing. I don't think Puckle disagrees in general. It's one of the reasons I think we have a summer league with gym leaders That's because that's it's a fun concept. True. Yeah. Um, and we haven't really gotten it in a Pokemon game yet, so that's our alternative. Uh, but back to the email. It starts with playing against the existing gym leaders again in difficult battles, with all battles set to level 50. They have six Pokemon, and they have good IVs and EVs. After beating all eight of the gym leaders, we would get the choice to replace an existing gym leader and either take over the type or pick from one of the ones that has not been represented. Uh, then the player would go on their journey as normal, and as challenges appear your gym manager will call you and you have can have the option to fly back and battle the NPC trainer. The gym, re- gym leader rules are then uh, the number of your number of Pokemon and max level cannot exceed that of the gym leader that you took the place of. Mm. Uh, basically, for example, that if you're taking over Kabu spot, you have your Pokemon restricted to level 27 so that I guess comparatively you would fight lower level Pokemon. It probably could just be level 50, just the idea of you fighting level 50, yeah. you being restricted to a type and you having to deal with a reasonably assembled team that doesn't have any sort of type restriction. Um, so, so like, I'm just going to interject. I, yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea of being a gym leader. I think this isn't the way to do it. Um, cause I, I honestly don't think there's a good way to implement it in the game. Uh, I, I just really don't. Cause like the closest thing we ever got was, Oh, you're champion now in, in, um, Alola in Alola. And I thought that was handled as well as it could have been handled. Because yeah. you still want to have player autonomy. You can't just like uh, people are like, I want to be champion. I'm like, so you just want to sit in a room and just face challenger after ever after challenger. They're like, yeah, I'm like, that's called battle tower. Exactly. <laughs> and, and this is this almost seems like the same thing to me. Like wait, what this is. Oh, I'm a gym leader and I have to use a specific type. It's like monotype battle tower. That's what this is. That's what this is. Yeah. There's just no way to really ingrain that into the story. So it feels like you're a real gym leader and then you can also do all your other things. Yeah. That's the problem. It gets rid of a lot of player autonomy. Yeah. So I get that. Um, And then second, I guess to the max raids though, I would love to see DLC for max raids beyond more than just one Pokemon to beyond more than just more Pokemon to encounter. I would like them to expand the one versus four to a two versus six. 
Uh, this would be identified with a double helix light beam coming from the raid den. Uh, then you and five other trainers can take on two max raid Pokemon at once, which I think is a okay concept. I don't know how it would be organized, but I think that might be interesting that you're having to deal with two max Pokemon. I don't know how that would go, but, um, and then we can use lead cards to call in game NPCs to aid in our battles. This way we can get rid of soul rock, Wobbuffet, you know, the other garbage ones, uh, these 2v6 dens would give you the opportunity to catch both instead of a normal double battle or a horde battle versus wild Pokemon. These dens would also yield more candy and better TRs. Uh, I, it could be difficult to pull off, but this could be a fun expansion for the series. Thanks for all the great content. Big Cat Bruce. So they're already doing that. <laughs> In the Crown Tundra, they're talking about incre- like uh, it's at least legendary raids. Um, but I mean, we are going to get some like extra extra raid mechanic on, piled on top. Yeah, at least an increased difficulty, which is quite a bit already because the five stars can be very difficult, especially by yourself. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm thinking the legendaries are going to be quite the challenge. I'm excited for it. Um, I, I am excited for it. But uh, on that note, uh, that's thanks to everybody for sending in emails this week, unlike last week. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for sending in, in emails. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you want to send an email in next week to pucklepodcast at gmail.com, let us know what you think of Pokemon Home. Are you going to be getting premium or are you just going to stick to are you just going to stick to the freemium version where you can still put 30 Pokemon in and do all the things? Freemium. Uh, let us, uh, yeah. Uh, so just let us know. Uh, send that into uh, pucklepodcast.com. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, we have plenty of social media to let you do that. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Great places to go. If you want to watch myself or other Puckalonians on Twitch, you can go over to twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. Watch us live over there. YouTube is making some progress. We got some plans for some stuff going on over there in the very near future. Puckle Live uh, should be going on this week as well. Um, we should be recording that, but you should also be getting a TCG cast this week, right? Yes, we are. And we're going to review the, new, the newest set, the Sword and Shield one. So please stay tuned. I'm excited. I mean, I wish I wish I still played TCG um, a little bit, but at the same time, like my wallet thinks it's 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 hard to catch up. I'm a little bit since I uh, haven't been able to stream. I'm yeah. a little bit behind in my collection uh, as well. Honestly, honestly, I think the best time to jump into TCG is right at the beginning of a new of a new like yeah. series like this, because now we have a new mechanic and in like a year they're going to cut you off anyway at sword and shields. <laughs> like the sets are sword and shield anyway. Who cares if you've got those sun and moon cards <laughs> and exactly. Uh, but yeah, moving. But yeah, uh, other than that, if you want to, uh, that's all over on our Puckle plus feed as well. You can go listen to a bunch of cool other shows on Thursdays as well as Mondays. If you go subscribe to our Puckle plus feed uh, and then you can also, of course, uh, just, uh, support the show by either going to our Twitch and dropping us a subscription over there. You can also go ahead and follow us over on what's the other thing. Oh my gosh. Uh, you can go over to T public, buy some, buy some swag and oh, anything yes. you go and buy over there helps out puckle. Uh, if you want to, if you want to eat some ramen and feel good about it a little bit, uh, you can buy some Vite ramen using code puckle for 10% off at checkout. Anything you buy over there comes back to they're puckle. real. They are real. And the ramen, <laughs> the ramen's pretty good. I'm a fan of the ramen. I have to try it. It's, it's good. Uh, you should order it now because, uh, they got hit like real hard at Christmas and I don't know if they've recovered yet. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if they've recovered. So like it takes a little bit to ship to you, but it's, it's pretty good. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Uh, it, it's more than like your, your typical ramen you'd have, uh, like your, your cheap, like 25 cent package. 
Uh, and then, of course, if you want to support the show more directly, you can go over to Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast and get cool stuff like shiny Pokemon and be on the live show and come hang out at Patreon raid nights, which have been a blast. Those have been like my favorite thing. I have to jump in more often. I've been. Uh, in you dropped the into them chatter. before. You should run one. Yeah, no. You yeah, should well, run one. I, I, ooh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah I'm all for run, it. You should run one. We should get, we should set you up to to run one. We'll just pick a date, then you can hang out with you mm-hmm. and do some raids. Yeah. On that note, though, uh, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Jishiro. I have been P. McGee. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. here at Pucka would like to thank all of our patrons who make the show possible and as well as just give us a bunch of awesome stuff to uh, work with and improve the show. Uh, I put out a video earlier this week thanking all of you for your continued support. Some changes to the tiers that are coming. You should see those changes reflected on patreon.com slash podcast later this week. But I do thank all of you for supporting the show in as much as you have and as much as you could. It's just amazing to me and I really appreciate it. And on that note, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and read all of your names as I do every week because I I'm just ah man I'm blown away and I I want to thank all of you for making this possible and I'd like to reiterate as always none of us make money from this show it all goes back into the show making it bigger and better and it's very exciting because we can do a lot with your support so once again thank you and without further ado. Thank you to Greg, Viger, Dooley, Cordia, Snickle, Rob, JT Rex, Big Chunk, The Fluffiest Wizzicott, Sean, Michael, Paul, Dexio, Christian, Miguel, Apollo, Corey, Rotted Mushroom, Titan Killer, Lane, Piccolo, Ryan, John, Wade, Marcus, Kinkovic, and Harmonia, Alolan Dergs, Tank, Sheldon, Michael, CR, 
Perkins, Vodtech, Swamp Rattata, Gone Corfish, and Amanda, Chris, Andrew, Alex, Kenneth, Michael, Jordy, Ellen, Jacob, Bear, Nicholas, Holden, Justin, Launchpad, McQuack, Craig, Joey, Matthew, Sheon, John, Jonathan, Merlander, Caleb, Joshua, Zane, P. McGee, Robert, the Golden Klefki, DGZ, the British Gent, Brian DeWolf, Dylan, Trevor, TJ, Keegan, Peach, Doc Knox, Dennis, Farmer Fox, Echo, Edub, Jonathan, Disco, Calypso, Kelvin, Taylor, Mike, Colt, A Legionary, Maxi, Shambles, Justin, Crocodiles and Crocs, Michael, Tim, Equals Dylan, Andrew, Old Man Tup, Jesse, David, Super Chad, Chan, Chandman, Lord Corbinick, Harvey, Lotto, Jordan, Raymond, Brock, Ed, Louise, Cal- Kevin, Nico, Hayden, Voltaire, Calvin, Justin, Luke, Matthew, Neleb, South, Brandon, Locke, iStarly TV, Zach, Kenneth, Prime Rib, Elfeets, Jeremy, Gigantamax Metapod, Sammy, Graham, Greg, Alec, Christopher, Yegler, Mikey, Christopher, Kevin, Chris, Darkflame, Halfwell Review, Sparky, Coop, Jordan, Shira, Zardy, Smacky the Frog, Ironcaster, Orange Avenger, William, Steve, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Sarah, Dylan, Joseph, Traby, Cordell, Julie, and Alex. Thank you to all of you. That is a lot of names now. I appreciate it. I will catch you guys all in the flip-flop. And again, you're awesome. Thank you for your support. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 